In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is among us. I thought I would talk to the first confession class this morning. I know it's been a while since we've had a Sunday school lesson, and so it's been like about three months, but let's see what we can remember and maybe what we can teach even some of our parents and the other people in the congregation. So we'll let them know how, how intelligent you are. So, so we're going to uh, begin by asking a few questions and talk loudly as you can so I can hear you through your mask. So I'd like to ask you, if you remember, we started off talking about Adam and Eve, right? And what was Adam's job? To name the animals. You got it. Adam's job was to name the animals. How many in the congregation knew that that's what Adam's job was? Adam had to name all the animals. He had to say, you're an elephant. You're a hippopotamus. He had to name the fish. He had to name everyone. That was his job. And so he had a companion in paradise with him. Adam and his, his wife's name was Eve. And they lived in paradise, which means they, they lived in communion with God. They were like his friends. They were like his friends in, in heaven. And so, but something happened because he told them that they were allowed to eat of the fruit of any of the tree, but there was one tree they weren't allowed to eat. Do you remember what the tree was? Knowledge of good and evil, very good. The knowledge of good and evil. And so what happened on that tree? Tell me what, if you can remember what happened at that tree. What was in the tree? Starts with an S. A snake. And it was the devil. And what did he do? He, what did he do to Eve? He deceived her. He tricked her and he deceived her to eating of that. And because of that, they were boosted out of, they were exiled out of paradise and no one was allowed in. No one was allowed back into paradise. Right? Okay. So now Adam and Eve had two children that they named. Can you remember their names? That's kind of hard. One starts with the C and the other Cain and the other one was Abel. So we had Cain and Abel and they were brothers. Okay, and it came time to offer something to God. They offered something to God. And how was Cain's offering? What did Cain offer? Excuse me, how, what did Abel offer? Let's go Abel first. Abel offered what? He, he offered, what was it the best? He offered the best that he had, right? Okay, he offered the very best. But what did Cain do? He offered the worst he had. He kept the best for himself, right? Okay, and so God loved Abel's offering because it came from the heart and he gave them the best that he could. He could and he rejected Cain's. So what did Cain do? Tell me what he did. It was a, he murdered his brother. So we see there are two sins, right? We see the sin of jealousy and the other sin of, starts with an A, he got, he got mad, he got angry. So he got angry, so we see that as well. And then the big sin was that he murdered, he killed his brother. Okay, so we see the sins there from those, from those examples. Okay, and then later on we talked about Noah, right? And Noah, he had to, he, all the people in the world turned really, really evil, but Noah was good. And so what did he build? He built an ark. Okay. And so the animals come in two by two and all of, all of Noah's family, they came in. And so now anybody that was inside of the ark, 
was saved, right? And in each site, anybody who was outside of the ark perished. And so what do we learn from that? And, and a lot of times we talk about what? The church is like Noah's ark, right? Anybody who is inside of the church, anybody who belongs to the church is saved. And anybody who doesn't and rejects the church outside is perishing. So we learn that as well. So we see that. And that's what the church does for us. It brings us to salvation, right? It brings us to, leads us to salvation. And then we talked about a big tower. It's the, the tower that a man built, built. They tried to, it was the tower of what? Babel, the tower of Babel, right? And so they tried to build this tower all the way up to God. And God saw their sin, they saw their arrogance. And so they had the sin of pride, very good. They had the sin of pride, so in that we see another sin. And so these are all examples of sin in the Old Testament. And so we see that as well. Okay, and then we move a little bit forward because after that, mankind once again forgot about God. But there were three names I wanted you to remember, very important names, and we heard them actually in the gospel reading this morning. One was, the first one was, starts with an A, Abraham, and he had a son that was named Isaac, and then the third one was named Jacob. So that was father, son, and grandson. Okay, and then Jacob had how many children? You know that. Huh? Twelve. He had twelve. And I told you there was a really, really important name to remember, and you remembered it because it's your dad's name, right? What was his name? Joseph, right? Okay, Joseph. And what did the brothers do to Joseph? Who can remember? They dropped him into a pit, and then they pulled him out of the pit, and they sold him into slavery into Egypt. So what then there we see that same sin coming again to our brothers, right? We see they were jealous because he, his dad liked him the best. And then we see the we see the anger and then we see they tried to kill him as well. So you see all of the sin there. So we have Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Okay, and then we moved fast forward a little bit to a time when Jacob saved all of his brothers and sisters. He forgave them all. Can you imagine that? Would you be able to forgive your brother or sister if they threw you into a pit and then sold you away? It's hard to do. Yet Joseph forgave all of them. So we see the forgiveness of sins and how powerful the forgiveness of sins were. And so we see all he brought all of his brothers into Egypt, but once again, they turned them all into slaves. And so we talked about a very important man, and his name might be hard for you to remember. It starts with an M. Mm. Moses, and Moses became, he was going to be the one to bring all of those people, all of God's chosen people out of Egypt into paradise again, into the promised land, into the promised land, and the land that God promised them. And so he went, he went out into the desert and he went and he saw, what did he see on the mountain? Burning bush, but what was the bush? It didn't, it wasn't, it didn't disintegrate. It wasn't consumed by the fire. And so up there, he spoke with God, and God gave him 10 commandments, how we ought to run our lives, right? And so these commandments are how we are supposed to be. We're supposed to be good, and this is what we're supposed to do. And, and they give us a guide for what we are supposed to do in life, and they are listed. And so we see a lot of the commandments there. Now, we fast forward a little further 
to a little baby that was born, Jesus. And he came for us to forgive our sins. And you know what's really neat about that? Because we, we talk about Jesus all the time. His body and blood of Christ, right? His body and blood of Christ, that's what we talk about. And we receive the body and blood of Christ every Sunday. We receive it in the Eucharist. The Eucharist that we get is the body and blood of Jesus Christ. It is literally the body and blood of Jesus Christ. It's medicine. It's medicine for our souls. And it helps us to give us strength. And in no way can this medicine hurt us. How could medicine ever hurt you? Right? Medicine's supposed to make you well. And so we see in the Eucharist, the body and blood of Jesus Christ as medicine for us, as a cure for all of us, not only for our souls, but for our bodies as well. And that's what we pray, right? For the forgiveness of sins and for life everlasting. And so he forgives our sins and, he, and, and it's life everlasting. Now here's something that's really neat. We use a spoon to distribute the Eucharist, right? Okay, so think about this a little bit. If the Eucharist is the body and blood of Christ, didn't the Virgin Mary bring us Jesus Christ in her womb? Didn't she carry Jesus in her womb as a little baby? And so the spoon becomes holy. It brings us the body and blood of Christ. There was a holy man very recently on Mount Athos. He said that, he says that that spoon is like the Virgin Mary who brings us the body of Christ. Isn't that cool? And so this is what we do in our church. And so we know that Jesus Christ was died on the cross and he died on the cross for forgiveness of sins. And so yesterday you had your first confession, right? You had your first confession. And what do we ask you in a confession? We told you that you, you, this is a place where you come and unload all of, your, all of your thoughts, all of your things that you may have done wrong to the priest. And the priest will never, ever, ever yell at you. He only, his job is to forgive you. And so when you're troubled, right? And when you're troubled and you feel down and you feel lonely or you feel like you've done something wrong and that burden's on your shoulders and you can feel it, you know to come to the confessional and talk with the priest and he will help you through that. Well, we congratulate you both today. You look very nice today. And we will, we will continue on with the liturgy now. But you did well. You remembered a lot. I'm impressed how much you remembered. I'm glad that you remembered. And when you go through life, all of those things will come back to your memory as well. So it's good to see you all. Uh, adults, did you learn something too? A little bit? Maybe? Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is among us.